center of the universe and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Selner and the Forest Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Three, two, one. All right, all right, and all right. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and as always, we are on a mission to help you get in a better financial position. Now, typically, we're broadcasting from the box that rocks at the glorious Thrive15.com world headquarters, but today we are broadcasting off campus at the Man Cave. Robert, if you could describe the Man Cave. A lot of people don't. I've never heard of the Man Cave, never been to the Man Cave. All I can say is that we are definitely always learning earning, and burning. But could you describe the, the accoutrements and the decor that are surrounding your magical microphone over there? I think the best way to describe the man cave is a hybrid of technology and barnwood. Wow, wow, the hybrid of technology. A hybrid of, I mean, I'm looking around and, and there's just wood everywhere. It's a, there's this very rustic, manly vibe. Uh, and, and then the, I'm surrounded by screens and audio equipment uh, just, just, just everywhere. And so from a, a, a male perspective, you're getting the best of both worlds here. This is, this is really incredible. Now, from a female perspective, basically, you would, if you're, if you're a female and you're listening here, what you'd want to do is you'd want to come in here and you'd want to look around and then immediately you would want to um, probably head for the hills. You'd probably want to run. You'd probably just want to say, what is going on in here? But it is the man cave. It's kind of like an underground bunker, uh, kind of like a speakeasy is how I describe it, kind of like a, a speakeasy you might find in like Austin, Texas or Chicago. But today what we are talking about, we are talking about a question that many of you have been emailing us in over and over asking the same question. So what we want to do is we want to make sure we answer all of your questions as soon as possible. And so here's the question we had quite a bit here is, what exactly does a business coach do? Again, people have been asking us, what exactly does a business coach do? And so I'm going to walk you through uh, uh, what a business coach does, why they do it, um, the value they should be bringing to the marketplace, the value they do bring to the marketplace if they're successful, and here we go. So first off, here's a little fun factoid for you. Without outside mentorship or without somebody showing you the proven path, uh, according to Bloomberg, 8 out of 10 entrepreneurs who start a business fail within the first 18 months. That means a whopping 80% are crashing and burning. Robert, you've coached with businesses all over the planet. You've, you've uh, met a lot of thrivers out there who've reached out and said, hey, you know what? My business is uh, headed to the toilet and I need somebody to help me. Um, in your mind, why do a lot of businesses fail without a, a, a business coach or a mentor to help them along the way? Well, I think one of the biggest reasons why, Clay, is because they have no one outside of themselves holding them accountable, right? I think what that's one of the biggest values that a coach provides is not only will they show you the proven path, show you the path that, that's proven to grow their business, but they'll hold you accountable to that path as well. Um, so, so, so many business owners, they, they tend to get lost in, in the details of business. They tend to drift away 
towards their goals, right? And the value of a coach is a coach calls you back to focus. Hey, hey, what's the most important thing to focus on right now? And I will say this as a, as a business coach, um, to kind of pile on to what you said, um, when, when it comes to holding a, a customer accountable, there's a certain casualness, and casual, casualness will always cause casualties in the world of business. That's profound. And I've noticed this uh, consistently that when you're um, working with a business owner, and just on a very fundamental, very simple um, level, uh, when we help them get to the top of Google, so let's just do an example. If, you, uh, um, uh, if you're a thriver out there and you want to go ahead and Google this, pull out your smartphone or, or tablet and type in uh, Tulsa Cookies. Okay, Tulsa Cookies. And when you type in Tulsa Cookies, you're going to find um, Barbie Cookies, right? One, one of our Thrive15.com uh, clients. Let's say you want to go ahead and type in, uh, um, uh, let, let's go, oh, here's another example. Let's say you Google uh, gluten-free cookies. When you, you Google that term, and they do a Google search for that, and guess what comes up? That's Barbie cookies. And uh, one more example. The other night uh, at the Oilers game, we set an attendance record for most tickets sold, and they are also a Thrive coaching client. And in, all, in b- both of those cases, what, what happened was is we were able to generate them leads as a result of doing what we call the three-legged marketing stool. Okay, the three-legged marketing stool. Okay, so one is uh, in, in the case of the Oilers, we have a no-brainer ad that we're running on Facebook, and just a phenomenal deal. Uh, Barbie cookies—they have a deal where it's a fir- it's a free cookie. Uh, you're, you're, if you're a first-time customer, you get one free cookie the first time you're in. So they have a no-brainer offer. They're they're marketing on social media. That's way number one. Way number two with both of them is search engine optimization. So when you're looking for the, the, the search terms related to what they do, uh, they come up top. And move number three is they have a thing called the Dream 100, where they market to their ideal and likely buyers consistently and, and until they cry, buy, or die. So basically, they will come by your office and office, offer you samples and uh, they'll offer you free tickets maybe to a game or, or they want to get you engaged. Now, in, in both of those cases, um, without the discipline and the accountability that they demonstrate, nothing would work. You know, Maya Angelou, the, the best-selling author, said nothing works unless you do. But in both cases, those, those two companies, Barbie Cookies, as well as the Tulsa Oilers, they get done what they need to get done. We just showed them what they need to get done, and we helped them with their websites, we helped them with their branding. Uh, we, when I say helped, we built the website. We built their branding. We built the logos. We built the marketing pieces. We launched the ads. We designed everything. We did the videography. We did the photography. We did the search engine optimization. There's all these things that we did, right? But at the end of the day, if we generate a lot of leads, Robert, for a Thriver, and they don't uh, uh, hold themselves accountable to calling the leads or to taking the action steps needed, nothing would get done. I mean, if Barbie Cookies didn't actually hold her team accountable to producing the cookies that Tulsa came in every day to buy, she would not be opening her second location. So I would say in the case of Barbies as well as the Tulsa Oilers, what's what's nice is that they, they wanted a coach, Robert, that they wanted some accountability, they wanted to be shown the way, and they wanted to be held accountable to uh, getting it done. And I just think that, that without a coach or an outside mentor, if you're being honest, uh, probably not you, the Thriver. I mean, other Thrivers who are listening, I'm sure that you always get your stuff done. You never have a problem with with kind of drifting and, and slacking. But, but, but all sincerity, Robert, without an outside mentor or business coach, unfortunately, we find that the majority of small business owners that, that reach out to us before we uh, kind of uh, begin to begin that coaching relationship, they've just never been very consistent 
with doing some of the basic things like doing their opening checklists or calling their sales leads. Uh, Robert, why is that in your mind? Uh, I think there's a number of different reasons. I think um, more often than not, business owners get caught up in all of the, the, the details of the business, right? So you're an entrepreneur. Uh, you're, you're waking up every day, and, and Clay, I know that you say this, uh, entrepreneurship is a lot like you're chasing a bag of gold. You're chasing a, a, almost like a treasure chest while being chased by a lion at the same time. Feels right? awesome. It's a remarkable blend. Yeah, yeah, and so you have all these different things going on, and, and you have your operations, right, and you have your marketing, and then you have your sales and, and your accounting, and, and ultimately, all that uh, is streamed through you, right? right? You're the business owner, and so what uh, I think what happens a lot of times is, is business owners, they, they, they get distracted, right? They, they, they focused on uh, uh, one thing when they should really be focusing on another thing, which is what a coach does. It says, hey, we're, we're focusing a little bit too much on this one thing that, that's not contributing towards blowing up your biggest limiting factor right now, right. we should really be focusing over here. You know, um, as an example, this past weekend, uh, Robert, I had to set my alarm on Saturday for 3 a.m. Now, as a general rule, I have time freedom to do whatever I want and financial freedom, but I had to set my alarm for 3 a.m. on a Saturday. And Robert, do you know why I had to set my alarm for 3 a.m. on a Saturday? I'm going to take a, a, a wild guess mm. and say um, SEO reports. Well, here's what, here, here's what it was. is uh, Brucey Bruce and I had to make a video because a lot of people want to know, you know, what's the Thrive uh, Time Workshop experience like? And what's happening is, is hundreds and thousands of you are coming out to these things and you're, you're going, oh my gosh, these are awesome. This was great. I cannot believe there was no upsells. You guys taught me sales and marketing and search engine and leadership and the coffee bar is cool. And I met a guy from Toronto and a guy from Canada who are both business owners. And we have this awesome fellowship and the, and the, the whole thing, people talk about it. Well, the thing is, I'm trying to sell you something though, right? So I'm trying to tell you, uh, I'm trying to sell you. I'm trying to say, hey, this is awesome. You should come out to it. Uh, Dr. Z and I have built the world's best business school uh, together. And then, but then if, if somebody else tells you, right, if someone else tells you their experience, then that's a, uh, a pretty profound thing. And so I had to get together, get up at 3 a.m. and write out the scripting to produce the new video that you can find at thrivetimeshow.com. If you go to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on the conference button, um, there you're going to find the video that Brucey Bruce and I just finished. But that took about, uh, we didn't finish it till 10 a.m. So I started at 3 a.m. Bruce got there at 6 uh, to do the editing, and we finished it about 10. So it was about seven hours of what I would call meta time. Now, meta is what you have to do over and above your day-to-day um, just uh, uh, treading water, right? So, I mean, you, at the end of the day, there's things you have to do every day that are those reactive things. You just have to get them done. But then if you want to be proactive and actually get ahead, that's a whole different game. I mean, getting ahead is so different. It feels so different from just uh, getting by. And so because I've been in business for a long time, I realized, hey, just because I want to spend seven hours making an unbelievable video. Seven hours, drivers. Robert, that was seven hours. Seven. And so when someone, someone says to me, I want to make a great video, I always tell them, that's great. When are you going to block out the seven hours? And then once I finish those seven hours, then it's a Saturday, so I'm going to go be dad all day, right? So I'm hanging out with my kids. We're going to Atwood's buying anything that, that, they'll, that they'll sell us in bulk. We always want to buy something <laughs> in bulk. We want to buy stuff. Then we, went, we did s'mores. Um, we went to Taco Bueno. Yes. We visited Grandma. There's all these things we, we do, right? 
And then when they go to bed, that's after my wife has gone to bed, that's when I do search engine reports. And so the search engine reports, no exaggeration, Robert, they take me uh, almost 18 to 20 hours a month now to do these things. And it's my highest and best use because it's very hard for people to understand all the nuances that go into that. Right. So even though I've delegated a lot of things, that's something I have to do. But at the end of the day, Robert, why, in your mind, why do I hold myself accountable? Because if you don't hold yourself accountable, then then nothing's going to get done, Clay. And I'll tell you why. Because, Robert, I am absolutely focused on winning. I just want to win. Like I have a, 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 what do you call it, insecurity? Like, you know, I never want to be poor again. Or you can call it motivation or drive. You know, at Starbucks you go in and you go, yeah, I'd kind of like to get the uh, the mocha uh, blend with the extra espresso in it. That's the and, best one, by the way. But for me, I don't need any like uh, like I haven't had any energy beverage. You know, uh, uh, I didn't get, I didn't have an energy beverage when I made the video with Bruce. Right? I don't I don't I don't necessarily need to have an energy beverage to wake up. I mean, I, you know, the thing is, is that. I do wake up with, with that blend of feeling like, hey, I'm chasing bags of money, but I am also being chased by uh, a, a kind of a, a, a lion of some sort. You're almost scared and motivated as an entrepreneur. And then even though I've made it to where I want to go, I've never lost that drive or that sense of urgency or that get it done. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, um, it's new to you to work that hard. You know, you, you, you're not around people that work that hard. I think, Robert, it's not normal to be surrounded by people who go that who go that hard and work that hard on a consistent basis. And, and Clay, I, I have a question for you because sure. this is something that, that in working with people, uh, they, they are working hard, right? They're working very hard, uh, and it can be sometimes become overwhelming. And, and, and I work with different business owners, and sometimes they come to the meetings and they, they're like, this is hard. This is tough. I don't know how to stay motivated. I don't know how to, to keep focused. Now, when we come back, Thrivers, we're going to get into what daily diligence looks like, what that daily grind looks like. Stay tuned to the Thrive Time Show. My name is Newt Wright. I am uh, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm with Farmers Insurance. I heard it uh, through my uh, mentor and coach, uh, Clay Stairs. I've learned uh, so far um, the different uh, systems to uh, implement in my business and how um, systems um, that are scripted can uh, really be repeatable and uh, uh, learned by anybody. I would describe the overall uh, Thrive uh, workshop as uh, an excellent uh, experience uh, with the knowledge that Clay possesses and the ability to uh, interact during the workshop. Uh, to where um, we'll be able to uh, take it back to our business and be able to implement it. It is a different world uh, than um, anything that you've probably experienced. It's, it's upbeat, it's, uh, it has a different energy um, that really is um, contagious and uh, it, it's just an experience that has to be uh, uh, witnessed. Clay's uh, teaching style is uh, one of humor and uh, and knowledge. Um, he he really likes to uh, um, state um, the facts that and and where he um, obtains those facts, and he gives uh, examples throughout of of where it has worked um, in different businesses, and uh, and and how he's implemented them, and they've uh, become tried and true. The interaction. Uh, 
level is uh, it's just you're able to uh, you're very engaged uh, with him. He he brings you into the uh, the the teachings, and it's it's where it's almost like you're the only one there that he's teaching. You're missing the systems. It's ideas that aren't new, but uh, it's the ways to uh, to impl- implement them into your your business. Um, it's he just puts it in a way that you feel like you can be confident coming out of here and knowing that you're going to be able to um, accomplish whatever you'd like to accomplish um, in your business. Clay doesn't try to upsell anything. He's uh, you can by the end of it, you believe that uh, he is really just trying to help you grow your business. You feel like he is part of your business because that's his main goal is to uh, help you out. And that's kind of how you kind of what you take away from this uh, workshop is someone that is really trying to make your um, goals uh, a reality. It's I would recommend it because it's just a unique um experience and and one that you really feel like you're going to uh, gain something out of it you it's going to help you um, reach your goals Thrive Nation, welcome back. Welcome back into the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and welcome back to the audio dojo of mojo. You know, there's there's so much negativity on the planet. There's so many people telling you that you can't do it. There's so much data that shows that you'd be crazy to think that you could. You know, and according to Bloomberg, 8 out of 10 entrepreneurs who start a business are going to fail within the first 18 months. Um, another another example of a negative statistic that's out there, but the one that's very very true. This is from the Bureau of Labor Sorti- uh, Labor Statistics. This is actually from the United States um, government, and what they have found that about half of all new establishments survive five or more years, and then those that do survive, only about one third move on for for ten years and beyond. And so there's a lot of data out there that shows, you know, Forbes has a statistic that shows you that eight out of 10 small businesses fail. And the good news is that if you want to uh, vaccinate yourself against failure, you want to make sure that you don't fail, um, there is a proven way to do this. There's one way that will guarantee your success. If you're saying, oh my, oh, I, yes, yes, that that's me. Well, we'll check it out. If you want to guarantee that your business is going to succeed, then you need to do what I'm telling you to, to do right now. You need to do what I'm asking you to do. You need to take the, the step, take the challenge, engage with me here, and, and think about this. Why has uh, Dr. Robert Zellner and Associates survived and done well, thrived for 25 years? Um, why is it that Z66 Auto Auction has, has done well? Why is it that uh, Epic... Uh, Photos, the company that I used to own, uh, became the world's largest wedding photography company. Why is it that the DJ company that I owned became the world's largest independent DJ uh, entertainment company for weddings? Why is it it that people like our uh, in-person two-day, 15-hour Thrive Time workshops? Why is it that the elephant in the room men's grooming lounge uh, that that we own is dominating? Why is that? I mean, is, is, is it genetics? Uh, well, if it, if, if it is genetics, 
then what you want to do is you want to make sure that your child grows up or that you grow up to look like a man bear pig if you're looking for the great genetics. Because I am not a beautiful man, but the businesses do uh, beautifully well. So what is it? Is, is, is it luck? Is it, is it, is it luck? Because if it is luck, then they're probably, uh, you're probably going to hurt your ankle, your right ankle, all the time randomly. Anytime you're engaging in any kind of activity at all, you're just going to roll your ankle because that's part of the luck that I have. I always am rolling my ankle, and then you're always going to be stepping on your kid's toys in the morning. You might wake up at 3 or 4 in the morning looking to grab a glass of water or to get your day started early, and you're always going to find a sharp metallic toy. My kids don't even own that many metallic toys, but I always will find it. Uh, with my foot uh, because of my incredible luck is, is it because of connections well if it is because of connections then you're going to get some random super super negative uh facebook uh feedback and, and borderline communist posts from people who in your immediate and uh somewhat distant family so if, if, if it's not luck if it's not connections if it's not uh, is it capital? I mean, did you grow up with a, with a ton of money? Do you need a ton of money in your bank to start? Do you need to have just a ton of cash? Well, if you do, you're going to start off as a dishwasher like Dr. Robert Zellner. You're going to find yourself working seven days a week uh, like he did to get his start. Um, you're going to find yourself like me having three jobs, working at Target, working at Applebee's, working at, um, you know, so do you think, you think about it is, it. is it cash? Is it luck? Is it connections? What is it that makes... Um, Dr. Z and I successful. And I'll tell you the one thing it is. We have a proven path that we have followed. Both of us have been mentored by people. We've been very, very curious about the proven path to success. But now, Robert, we've actually distilled our proven path into a 13-point uh, system called the Boom Book, which you help clients execute all the time. And Robert, why is the system absolutely proven? I mean, what about the system? Is because you're in it every day. But when you, for the first time, you encountered the system, what blew your mind about that 13-point system? I think the most uh, compelling, the most profound part of the 13-point system is that it's linear and all-inclusive, right? Uh, and so you're not going to move on to the next step until you already have a system built for the step before it. And, and so l l l let's get let's get real here, though, uh, because I want to make sure people can understand uh, what I'm saying on a real basis. For example, you're not going to move on to your marketing step six of a 13 point system. You're not going to move on to your three legged marketing stool until you have your your, your branding established right? absolutely absolutely and, and robert why is that because you're going to use all your branding uh to market you, you're you're going to market and once you start marketing people are going to start finding out about your business you're going to start generating more leads and you got to have your branding all together because that's going to be the first interaction that they have with your organization is your brand so let's talk about the tulsa oilers as an example okay, okay. so the tulsa oilers we set the attendance record the other day we've been working with these guys for about two years it's 16,000 people that 16, came in. 16,000. Dude, it was awesome. Seriously, it was awesome. Uh, it was on the news. You know, they had the news, uh, local news came out there and, and showed we have a record attendance. It was huge. Uh, it's are you guys geniuses? Are you and Dr. Zellner, you know, from a big hockey lineage? No. The branding was step one. You get that website looking good. You get the, I said, the logo, the website, the print materials, anything that people see is the brand. Right. Branding is just the perception that people have 
of your business. That's all that that's all that branding is. And I want to make sure that, that we're getting this. Elon Musk um, is the guy who obviously has started Tesla. He started uh, SpaceX. He's also the guy that says brand is just a perception. And the perception will match reality over time. Sometimes it will be ahead. Other times it will be behind. But brand is simply a collective impression some have about a product. Now, Dr. Z and I, we have a team of people that do our branding for us. We don't have to hire an outside company now, right? So we, as part of the coaching program, we do the same level of branding that we do for our companies for yours for less money than you would spend on hiring a barista. If you were to go out there and hire a full-time barista, let's say you pay them 12 bucks an hour and they work for you 40 hours a week. At the end of the month, you're going to be spending about $1,800, $2,000 hiring just this person. If you were to hire a graphic designer who's good, you're out a minimum of $3,000 a month, right? And then, oh, by the way, you got to hire a web developer and a photographer. And you've got to hire a what? A uh, graphic designer and a what SEO else? team and a search engine optimization team, yeah, a social media marketer. You got to hire all these people. And then once you hire all these people, then you got to provide an office space for them. You got to manage them. You got to motivate them. If you've ever hired anybody at all, you realize you have to man manage them. You have to motivate them. And so at the end of the day, um, we do all that for you as part of our one-on-one -on -one business coaching program. So we start at the basics. Like Robert said, we'll start with the branding. We'll get your branding tight. And then with the Oilers, then we executed a three-legged marketing stool. You have to ask yourself, what are the three ways that you go out there and get customers? You have to have three ways. It's, it, success is not um, complex. It's actually very, very simple. It just requires diligence. When we come back, we're going to talk about specifically exiting a three-legged marketing stool and how we were able to help the Tulsa Oilers set an all-time attendance record and nearly a double their attendance in two years. Think about that, doubling their sales in two years. Stay tuned. Now I got black cards, good credit and such. Bay boy, cause some more grown up. My name is Nikki Warren and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The name of my business is The Mocha Butterfly and I'm a fashion designer. So I heard about the Thrive Time Business Workshops through a dear friend of mine and I got a chance to meet with Clay and Dr. Z. And uh, as I talked to them a little bit more, uh, I loved what they were doing and it just made me you know, more intrigued because I really wanted to grow my business. Well, what I've learned is that uh, for, for my business in particular, uh, marketing is needing to be, you know, get it, I need to step it up a lot more and, and the, uh, just focusing in on some key things to get that really going is gonna really get me where I wanna go with my goals. I think it's fun, it's a fun atmosphere, uh, which most business oriented, you know, I'm an artistic, you know, artsy person. And I tend to lose interest very quickly if I don't have something to keep me engaged. And, you know, the humor, the real life experience, um, and the casualness of it is just really engaging for me. And it's just very relatable. And so for me, I am having a, a, a ball. Like, I was so excited to come yesterday. I was had, I had butterflies, literally, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach. And uh, I'm just really excited to be here. Well, uh, it's an interesting place. It's got a lot 
lot of uh, words of affirmation and quotes and things like that. Very positive environment. Um, the people here are very nice and friendly, and I love the way the uh, room is set up. It's very open space type of a uh, model, and um, like I said, it's it's a it's more of a casual environment. It's not stuffy and professional. You know, like it's professional, but it's not stuffy professional. There is a difference. And so it's very warm and inviting here. Love the teaching style, love the presentation, uh, very organized and easy to follow. Um, and like I said, the real life experience and the humor just adds that much more to it. I know people who go to different workshops and you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're grasping all of what's being presented there, but I am almost 100% sure that if they come to a workshop like this one, they will get some great golden information that's going to help them meet their goals if they're willing to apply what they hear. There's no upselling here, um, which I, that wasn't really a big concern for me, but if, we're, if I were talking to someone who's very concerned about upselling, I would tell them that they have no worries here and that, like I, you know, I think that this uh, environment is very relaxed, inviting, warm, and engaging. And so even it, it does actually makes you wonder, like, what else, what else is there? I won't lie about that. Uh, so it's kind of more of an independent intrigue rather than someone pushing you into the intrigue of what else is offered. Um, I recommend coming to this workshop because it is um, intimate, an intimate setting, uh, great people. I've met some really cool people doing some cool businesses and the teaching style and the presentation is awesome. Shot everything rides on tonight. Even if I got three strikes, I'ma go for it. This moment, we own it. Eh? I'm not to be played with because it could get dangerous. All right, I will tell you this, Thrive Nation. If you've ever started a business, it can get dangerous, it can get scary. Uh, when you have kids, um, of which I have five. And you, I've met, so, I've met so many thrivers. I meet so many thrivers out there all around the world. Um, I run into them on airplanes. I run into them at grocery stores. Uh, the other day I was at a speaking event. I'm old enough, Robert, where I always say the other day, but it could have been like a month ago or five years ago. You know? The other day, yeah. 10 years ago. I tell you what, the other day I was over there uh, talking to, uh, what was his name? Uh, John what, F. Kennedy. What was I talking about? No, but this is the thing is, is it like I'm kind of old enough now, I guess, where I do that. But I was actually at a speaking event in Las Vegas. And I ran into a Thriver, a guy who's a member of the Thrive 15 uh, online school. And what's happening is, is, is that he, he, he sees me, he's like, you, you're the guy, you're the Thrive guy. What's up, dude? And, and, and people do that all the time because why? Thrive is the world's best business school and it's a dollar, Robert. A dollar. Robert, it's a dollar. A dollar. I mean, uh, 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 and, 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 and. Isn't like other business schools or are other business schools a dollar or typically how much are other business Well, you schools? went to Oral Roberts University and you studied theology. So how much do those guys get you for? Well, I was I actually thankfully uh, was able to receive a scholarship oh, from oh, the Green oh. family. The Thrive so, the Thrive Nation's very irritating. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I did had you to pay be anything honest. at all? 
I, I did pay for room and board because I wanted to be part of uh, uh, the environment there, the culture. So how much did they get? How much would they have gotten you for had you not have received a benevolent uh, scholarship from right, the Green family? Right around or just under a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, nice, nice. Now, now Tulsa University is around fifty grand a year. Thrive is a dollar, and you go. Well, actually, I went on your site and it's nineteen dollars. This is how it works, Thrivers. It's a dollar for your first month. And then if you can't afford more than a dollar, then you can set your own price so it can be a dollar. And check it out. If you do pay the full price of $19 a month, which is less money, by the way, than you probably spend on random things that you find at the counter at a typical convenience store, uh, a member of the United States military, either a, either a veteran, an active duty or reserve, they get a free Thrive15.com account because you have purchased accounts. So it's a one-for-one, one, it's a hand-up movement. And so I'm telling you what, I run into this Thriver, and this guy's got kids. And he tells me, he says, uh, hey, I want you to know this three-legged marketing stool is is the boss. This, this thing has changed the game for me. And so I'm going to walk you through, Thrivers, what the three-legged marketing stool is and how it works. Um, so first off, once you have your branding established, your logo, your print piece, your website, anything that the customer can see, you know, your business card, your trade show booth, once you have these uh, branding elements done, now you want to move into marketing. And marketing is nothing more than getting in front of your ideal and likely buyers in a memorable way that causes them to take action. Again, marketing is nothing more than getting in front of your ideal and likely buyers in a memorable way that gets the your ideal and likely buyers to take the action that you want. And, and Robert, why, why do you have to choose three legs to have a, markety, mark, a, bal a balanced marketing stool as opposed to like 17 legs or one leg? Well, let's just think about it like this. You have a stool, right? So, so, so imagine a stool. Imagine, imagine like a, a three-legged bar stool. Imagine if if that stool only had one leg. Kind of like then, a, you're kind of like a sitting on a on a monopod. Yeah, yeah, and and so and and and, and l l let's just pretend you could actually sit on on a one legged stool, right? So so you have one leg, you're sitting there, and then someone bumps into you or someone kicks out the leg. What happens to the entire stool? It tumbles and crashes over, and so you want to have three distinct streams of of marketing to be able to uh, supplement lead generation while one of the streams may, may, may not be doing so well for you. And so, for example, if you're doing uh, a mailers and, and SEO and Facebook ads and, and not a lot of people responding to, to the mailers, well, you still got the search engine and Facebook ads to keep getting your ideal and likely buyers into in, the door. And I'll give you an example with the Tulsa Oilers, who they just set a season or a, an all-time record for most tickets sold to a to a specific game. Sixteen thousand of you showed up at the Bank of Oklahoma Center wow. to watch them play. 000. Yeah, versus the Wichita Thunder. I mean, it's a massive, uh, massive turnout there. But some people say, well, well, how did you guys do it? Uh, other people just go, well, you're just lucky, you know, it's just, you know, Clay and Dr. Zellner with the marketing company. They just have this unbelievable understanding of hockey. And, uh, you know, Clay grew up as a hockey fan up there in, in Minnesota. He intuitively understands what uh, the game of hockey is all about. He's a hockey marketing expert. He's absolutely he's a hockey marketing expert. It says that he has his, his vast knowledge of the hockey game is truly what I would call uh, epic. No, no, no. I don't know anything about the game of hockey. Uh, but I can tell you this, we identified, first off, 
that the branding needed to go to the next level. So under the direction of Taylor, their general manager, we took the branding to the next level, the website, the print pieces, the marketing, the business cards, all those things, right? But then the step number two is you got to get that, that, that you, gotta get, you have to get that three-legged marketing stool activated. And this is what we came up with, Robert. And you tell me if this would work on you, okay? All right. Move number one is we came up with these no-brainer Facebook ads. Now, these, these, these ads on Facebook said you could get four tickets for $10 on Facebook, just pelting people who live within Tulsa who have kids. Why? Because parents with kids are looking for something to do and they, uh, four tickets for $10 seems like a good deal for families. Robert, would that, would that work on you, four tickets for $10? Not only do I think it would work on me, it actually did work Ooh. on me. It actually <laughs> did work on me, and it had me uh, coming out to an Oilers game. Really? Did you do this? Are you making this up? I am not making this up. It did work on me. I mean, $2.50 per ticket, the, 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 that's a hard deal to pass up. Now, the thing is, the arena costs what the arena costs, whether it's empty or full. Some of you need to write that down. Your business costs you what it costs you. Your hard cost, your lease, your small business loan, your mortgage, feeding your family, those costs aren't going to go up just because you have more customers. And you say, well, I'm worried about devaluing our ticket price. I'm going to tell you what devalues your ticket price. When you go to the game and you start cheering, and, and, and the individual players respond to you. So you're like, let's go Oilers. And then some guy, because there's only like seven fans there, you know. <laughs> then, 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 then the player looks at you and says, hey, thanks a lot, Clay. Let's go Oilers. Hey, hey, Clay, can you pipe it down? We're trying to do a face-off here. No, it's, it's awkward as heck when a place is empty, all right? So one is you want to have that no-brainer offer on the, on the social media if you can, if, if, if that is the best way to reach your ideal and likely buyers. That's what we did for them. The second is we did search engine optimization. So if you've ever been online looking for fun things to do with your family, you would find the Oilers. And the third thing we did is we did this thing called the Dream 100. And Robert, can you explain what the Dream 100 system is? I love the Dream 100, Clay. I, I have this uh, like spiritual connection to the Dream 100. Oh, unleash it. The, the reason why is because the Dream 100, it's not this real sophisticated, complex sales funnel, sales process. It's really simple, right? So you get a spreadsheet and you actually list 100 companies that'd be your ideal and likely buyers or 100 companies get referrals from if you're in like a business to customer uh, business. So you list the companies and then you know what you do next? What? Well, I'll tell you what, Robert, we come back, you're going to tell us what they do next. It's Dream 100 Overload. It's going to be a game-changing pseudo-spiritual experience as Robert Redmond walks us through the power, the majesty, the majestic awesomeness of the Dream 100. Stay tuned. Thrive Time Show on your radio. is O'Neill Bent and I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I first heard about the uh, business workshops through my wife Sharita Bent and uh, I learned a lot more from her and also got follow-up calls from different members of the organization. Some of the things I've learned uh, about starting my business through Thrive is uh, making sure I'm spending my money on the things I need to spend it on. For instance, uh, like my search engine optimization, uh, my marketing, I'm constantly reviewing the content that I have on my website and um, that's just a few of the things. The overall experience I've had from the Thrive Time workshop has been uh, wonderful. I love 
how uh, everything that we learn is practical. It's not based off of book knowledge. It's not based off of uh, someone else's ideas. It's based off things that have actually worked and uh, have been tried and true. When you walk in, I mean, we came into a smell of wood burning. Um, there's a chimney outside, so we walked to the building. And when you get inside, you almost feel like there's like a, I, I don't know if it's, it's like a pub slash club slash work environment. It just feels really good. You have music blaring, uh, friendly faces, people saying hello. And then when you sit down in your seat, you have uh, nice, uh, comfortable chairs, a wooden desk to work on. Um, and everything looks modern, so it's a, it's a really refreshing feeling. Clay's uh, presentation and, and teaching style is very um, efficient, effective. It's also endearing, though, because he's, he's very comical. He'll talk about different things he's been through, um, and they're all very funny. But he also hits the exact points he needs to hit at the right time. Um, you never feel like, man, is he ever going to stop talking? You always want to keep listening, and then when it's breath bathroom break time, your surprise is already there. So um, I like how he talks about just practical experiences and uh, it's very enjoyable. The interaction of the workshop is, is mostly, uh, Clay will, will give you information that you need to know, but then he also opens it up for questions. So there's always this um, question and response type of situation. And then there's certain things where um, he'll direct you to do things and it's because he knows that's the way to go. You might question it, but I highly encourage you just to listen and do. And to jump into a business and think that you know everything is um, the most prideful, arrogant thing you could ever do. But to come here and to speak to someone who's already done this many times, has directed several businesses, and can give you wisdom and, and information, I think it's, it's wonderful. And I think uh, you, you can never do anything on your own. You have to have other people around you to help you and he's definitely helpful. The experience I've, I've had at coming to Thrive Time uh, workshops is I was never upsold anything. I mean, I come in, they do exactly what they say they're gonna do, and they leave it up to you to follow up and do the work. And uh, I think that's the way it should be. So it's very straightforward and they do what they say. I recommend that everybody should, should check out Thrive Time Workshop because there's so much knowledge and information there that you can use to help you run your business. And like I said before, I, I don't think you can do anything completely on your own. And when you have so much um, resource and knowledge in one area, you can use all of that and, and get exactly what you need. Thrive Time Show on your radio, and we are talking today about how to make your business grow. You could be listening to the Home and Garden Network. Uh, you could be listening to Super Politics, where you just really get into, there's politics, and then there's Super Politics. I mean, right now, you could be the kind of person who knows every, every aspect, every detail of what's going on in the political world. I mean, you could know, I mean, right now, you could be talking about Pence and Trump 
and their fight over Obamacare. You could just be talking about that till your brain explodes. Then you could go over to CNN and learn about his alleged ties to Russia. And then you could come back over to Fox and you could be learning about how a Trump is being treated unfairly in the media. And then you go back over to CNN and realize that Trump hates CNN. And you just go back and forth. And then once you have all that knowledge, once you've invested all that time, once you've thought about it and you know every single aspect of the economy, of the, of the, the economy and the marketplace and the political landscape and the healthcare reform and how to build a wall and why we're going to build a wall and is it actually a fence or is it a wall? You know what you're going to do with all that knowledge? You know, do you know what you're going to do with all that vast storehouse of knowledge that you've learned? Do you know how that's going to impact you financially? It's not. Oh, see, and that's, that seems kind of a setup. But the thing is, no, no, you've tuned into the Thrive Time Show because you are somebody who wants to achieve uh, financial uh, freedom. You want to achieve time freedom. And we've been telling you today about the success, bragging on the success of one of the companies that we work with, that we coach. It's, it's the Tulsa Oilers. The Tulsa Oilers. We've been working with these guys for two years. We've been able to double the attendance together. And now and now they set an attendance, a single game record for 16,000. 16,000. Tickets sold. Now, now Robert, I, at this point, would like to um, share my feelings about um, the college I did not graduate from, but the college, the college that my incredible wife graduated from. You graduated from. Yes. And we're going to talk about the Dream 100 and kind of the college I went to. And it'll be, so, it'll be sort of a, a passive-aggressive um, coaching session for the college that I did not graduate from. Does, does, does that sound fine? <laughs> that, that, that sounds fun. I'm, I'm a little nervous and excited at the same time. Okay, so tell me about the Dream 100 again. So for, for anyone who's listening, what you missed on the earlier segments, we talked first about the importance of branding. You have to do your, your branding together. Your print pieces, your marketing, your graphic design, your web, anything the customer sees or touches, your ads, your uh, flyers, your, your signage, your billboards, your radio commercials, anything the customer sees and touches has to be first class, and that's what we would call branding. But then you move on to marketing, and we've talked about how you have to have a three-legged marketing stool. And we've talked about with the Oilers, move number one we did is we made them so that when you're on Facebook, you would find their ads, which is four tickets for $10. It's such a great value. And when you come to the game, do you buy a hot dog? Yes. Do you buy a pretzel? Probably. Do you buy a beer? By the way, the beers are $8. $8 beers. Great value there. Do you buy a beer? <laughs> Probably. The thing is, you're going to buy something else when you're there. I mean, my kids spent like, I think, 20 bucks on, on uh, uh, popcorn when they were at the game. So you're probably going to buy something. And oh, by the way, you may want to upgrade your seats and sit right there close to the action against the glass. Um, you're probably not going to buy anything, though, if you don't get in there. Then the second move we did was search engine optimization. We got them to the top of Google. So when you're typing in certain terms and, and things for related to uh, families and things to do in Tulsa, they come up top. And the third is we, we helped them execute this thing called the Dream 100. Now, the Dream 100 is they made a list of their 100 ideal and likely buyers. Who buys a ton of hockey tickets? Well, I'll tell you who buys a bunch of hockey tickets. HR directors. If you're a human resource director and you want to uh, add value to your employees and give them some nice stuff as a way to say thank you, you maybe want to give them tickets to a drillers game and you probably want to give them tickets to an Oilers game. You probably want to give them discounts off of health care, if not providing their health care entirely. You might want to give them discounts to a fitness center. You might want to give them um, gym memberships. There's so many things you might want to do. Um, but one of the things that we realized was uh, 
talking to these people and making a list of 100 ideal and likely buyers, uh, in this case with the, with the Tulsa Oilers, corporate heads and the people who are head of HR directors was powerful. But, Robert, what are the challenges? Because you, 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 you coach clients. You help clients execute the Dream 100. And not every client is as diligent as the Tulsa Oilers team. Walk me through what are some of the challenges that a, that a business owner may run into when they try to execute their Dream 100. Yeah. So first of all, I want to say that I have have a passion, a love for the Dream 100, almost like on a spiritual level, Clay. I I, I know that may sound strange, uh, but the reason why I have to preface preface uh, this is because it doesn't sound strange at all that you have a spiritual love for <laughs> for the Dream 100. You know, I have a spiritual. Um, it's kind of kind of crazy, you know, but I really like soft pretzels. And it's almost a <laughs> spiritual thing for me. I formed a pseudo religion around it. I got a Facebook page. It's really, really normal. But but you know why I have a spiritual love? Why do you have a spiritual love? It's because this will work. If you're a business owner, if you're a listener, and you're struggling right now with sales and and, and marketing, you said, "Oh, I, I don't know how, how how to get people in the door." Execute the system. It will work for you. And, and and one of the biggest challenges that I see here, Clay, with, with people executing the system is it doesn't work unless there's diligence. And so something uh, that I'll what, find... What, what is diligence? What is In your mind, what is diligence? So in my mind, diligence is the consistent application of, of, of effort. It, it's consistently doing what needs to be done despite how you feel, despite what your emotional state is. It's consistently doing those things that need to be done that will move you closer to your goals. And the best example I could give you about diligence, uh, the best uh, uh, way to kind of relate this in a way that everyone could, could uh, understand, is um, seed sowing, seed sowing, and sowing seeds. So here we go. Uh, let's say you're a farmer and you get hyper-motivated. And uh, Robert, you, my friend, are the diligent farmer. And I am the hyper-motivated farmer, okay? Okay. So you till the soil, and I am hyper-motivated, so I till the soil. You sow the seeds, and I am hyper-motivated, so I sow the seeds. You water. You water the seeds, you know, to make them grow. Right. But I am hyper-motivated. Now I'm hyper-unmotivated. I go up and down a lot. You know what I mean? I, I get excited, and then I drop off. Yeah, watering is not very fun. It's not as fun as tilling. Well, who's going to get the harvest? You or me? The, 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 the diligent guy, in this case you, would get the harvest. And so I'm going to give you an example about uh, Oral Roberts University and uh, something that, that uh, blows my mind. And uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, this is just an example. Um, the, the Maybe Center. Have you been to a game there at uh, for, for the to go see ORU the, oh, the the Golden Eagles? So many games. Okay. So many things. Are there a lot of people at an average game? How many people are at the game? Um, it, it, it's it's somewhat sparse. I don't I don't know how the, the maybe center can can seat what like uh, six thousand people or so. Yeah. So I'd probably say maybe around a thousand. And so I ha went to ORU. My wife went to ORU, and I'm going to tell you what the Oilers are implementing the system that ORU should implement. You know, I went to all those games because my wife was a cheerleader there, and there would be about 1,000 people, maybe maybe 2,000 people. I mean, a big game versus right. TU, maybe it's full, like 6,000 people. Right. Well, why aren't they doing, one, a no-brainer ad on Facebook where you can get, like, four tickets for $10? Why aren't they doing that? Why aren't, why aren't they topping Google when you're looking for fun things to do with your family? Why aren't they making a list of the Dream 100 and calling alumni like me and saying, hey, it's been a while since you've been to a game? And I say me, 
my wife. I got kicked out, but right. my wife. Why aren't they saying, hey, is this Mr. Clark? Yeah, hey, can we talk to your wife? Anyway, so anyway, so we want to uh, invite you out to a game. We realize we haven't seen you in a while. It's absolutely free. Come enjoy the game. We'd love to reconnect with you. And when we get there, when you get to the game, we'll give you a tour. Why aren't they doing that? What is the deal? Why have they not been doing that? What is, I mean, I'm telling you, anybody out there, if you're an ORU uh, alumni, uh, feel free to text me, 918-851-6920, 918-851-6920. Because when you go to the ORU game, they always have a, a, a great product. I mean, they have a Division One basketball game. They have uh, uh, great family entertainment. It's clean. You know, if you have a family and you want to have a clean environment, a clean and fun family experience, it's going to happen. Nothing embarrassing that you're going to be ashamed to have happen in front of your kids. Um, and it's convenient. It's over there at 71st, I guess, uh, 81st and Lewis area. And they're a pretty good team, too. They, 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 they win quite a bit. Yeah, they win, they win quite a bit. So the thing is, why are they not filling up their arena? And why is it that the Tulsa Oilers has set an attendance record this year and they sold out a game at 16,000 people? What's, did, Robert, do you know any of the names of the players in the Tulsa Oilers when you went to the game? Do you, do you know any of the players? Uh, I think there's one named Smith. One named Smith, but 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 no. There's no, a guy but. on the team named Clark who likes to fight a lot, and that's the only guy that I know. So <laughs> of I'm serious. Course. So there's, but the thing is, we don't know the team. Uh, did, did they win the last game we were at? No. I don't even know what's going on in the game. But the thing is, is that you're looking for something fun to do with your family, and the Dream 100 system works. So if you're a member of the Oral Roberts University uh, uh, team and you have the ability to make the decisions, I highly recommend you, you execute the Dream 100 system. Now, when we come back, once you begin to market consistently and you begin to generate leads, you have to turn those leads into sales and we're going to walk you through how a business coach can teach you how to convert those leads into sales i'll show you Sam Parker. Okay. I'm Karina Parker. We live here in town. Um, we're looking to be in like the food industry. Thrive Time workshops, we've learned about advertising and what we need to do to get our name out there, what we need to do to get to the top of Google, uh, you know, the necessary steps that we need to take right now to get to where we want to be. The Thrive Time workshop experience is, is really um, encouraging and it's, it's great hands-on um, information and stuff that we can relate to because we're able to talk to people here that are going through the same stuff that we are. There's motivation everywhere. If you don't feel motivated, then something's wrong with you. He's it's very upbeat. All over the walls. Yeah. Uh, he's very funny, uh, like a comedian, but at the same time, he wants you to learn. And so if you have any questions, he's willing to help you and uh, talk you through anything, any questions that you have, but at the same time making it fun and encouraging for you. He's also very candid. He doesn't hold anything back that most people are like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's offensive. Yeah, you can he, tell he's being he real. He doesn't care about offending people. Yeah, he just wants to help you. <laughs> so I heard an advertisement that said to leave your wallet at home, and I mean, that's what it's been the whole time. It hasn't been like, oh, make sure you stop by our table in the back and buy 10 books and sign up for a two-year subscription with us. It was just like, hey, you know, what we do offer, there wasn't pressure, and it's a month-to-month -month thing. It's not like you're signing your life away. I made a mixtape in my dorm room. I can't believe this. It doesn't seem true. I won't stop, though, till everybody knows. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now we here. 
If you've started at the bottom and now you're still at the bottom, guess what? This is the show for you because I know what it's like to get hyper-motivated and to start a company and then to go, yes, we're going to do it. I've watched every Tony Robbins video I could find. I've read every book I could get. I've read the audio. I've got the audio tapes. I've listened to them. I've listened to the James Earl Jones version of the Bible. (laughs) <laughs> I've, I'm not even kidding. I've done it. I've li- I've gone to the to the workshop. I went down to the to the you know million dollar mindset training. I've 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 watched TED talks until my brain has exploded. I I've watched Simon Sinek and the power of the why. I've just I've started to watch you know just copious amounts of of Ty Lopez. I, I've I've just watched Ty Lopez and his sixty seven steps to success until my head just just exploded. I've I've got Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad all over the place. I've gone to all the seminars. I've just wall to wall. I've covered my house and the posters of the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. I've got the E Myth. The, the the I've read the E Myth. You know the Michael Gerber. You know you got to be working on your business, not in your business. I've I've done all that stuff. Up, and now I'm still at the bottom. I started from the bottom, and now I'm at the bottom. I'm like a submarine. I'm at the bottom. I'm like the carp. Somehow I survive off of what's at the bottom of the lake. If that's you, your life is not a mistake. Your business is not a mistake. The chances are you probably just don't know what the heck you're doing, and the chances are you probably aren't selling something. And if you are selling something, you're probably not selling it at a profit. But I have this little uh, motivational quote, Robert, I've been working on here for about a decade now. Okay. And do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. I got I, kind of different, different ways I can go with it. Okay, here we go. This is, this is way number one. All right. If you can't sell, your business will go to hell. But then, see, that comes across as kind of rough, a little bit rough. Yeah, eternal, eternal uh, torment. Uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of uh, uh, pushing. Okay, you, you, as a theology major, I know that's kind of tough. So yeah, here's here's kind of version number two. If you can't sell, your business won't do well. What do you think about that one? Is that a good one? Uh, it, it doesn't really have uh, a, a, like a, a strong enough impact. I mean, I mean, I mm. feel like we went 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 from really hot to, to way too cold. Okay, and this is the other one. This is one that, that, that Marshall Morris has been developing. He's been working on this for about eighteen months. Yeah, and he says, without sales, your business will fails. Ooh, I like that. Nice. Okay, so we'll go with that. But the thing is, Thrivers, if you are doing, if you if you missed the earlier segments, step one, you got to get that branding, okay? Your print pieces, your logo, your website, your uh, business cards, all of those things. You have to get those things looking top notch. And by the way, if you're a one-on-one coaching client, the same team that does all of the work for Dr. Robert Zellner and for myself, we'll be doing the work for you. So if you ever wondered, well, why does, why does Dr. Robert Zellner and Associates dominate the marketplace as an optometrist? Uh, why does Elephant in the Room dominate the marketplace for men's hair? Why did the Tulsa Oilers set a season ticket record? Why is it that it seems like these guys have the golden touch? Uh, is it luck? Is it, is it capital? Is it connections? No, we have a proven system and on today's show, we are walking you through the system. So part number one, again, is you have to get your branding tight. Get that branding looking good. Now, the second move is you have to in- implement a three-legged marketing stool. And if you missed it, go to thrivetimeshow.com to uh, hear the rest of that particular segment. Also, if you have not gone up to thrivetimeshow.com and have booked your tickets to the next or an upcoming workshop, you got to do it. It's the world's best business workshop and I'm telling you what, it's, we, now have, we now have scholarships available. 
So it's $500 for a ticket, and that allows you to bring up to three people with you. But if for some reason, Robert, somebody can't afford it, we now have a scholarship program. Of, do we not have a scholarship program available, Robert? Are, th- are these scholarships associated with like with the government where you know, you, you, you're going get to get, get a grant or get a scholarship, but there's may, there may be some catch to it? Or, or is this like a real scholarship? Will actually scholarship someone to come? Uh, they're, not, they're not associated with the government. Um, at a conference, I can't say you won't meet somebody by the name of Grant. Uh, you, you might. I don't know. <laughs> no, but no, but in, in all sincerity, um, there's no uh, government connection. You don't have to pay anything back. There's, just, there's we, no catch to it. There's no catch to it all. We just have some thrivers out there that are some generous investors who wanted to make the tickets um, available for you. And uh, so you can do that. But the thing is, it, it's designed to be a hand up and not a hand out. Oh. So, you know, you need to, to you know, pay something. But uh, we encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com and reserve your tickets and it's kind of a, it's more of a show. It's kind of like entertainment meets education. You're going to learn a ton, but don't take my word for it because I am attempting to sell you something. So go up there to thrivetimeshow.com, listen to the testimonials, uh, Google Thrive 15 reviews. You can find the reviews that people have written about the conference. But we're talking about, again, marketing. And now as we transition into marketing, once your marketing is doing well, now you have sales leads coming in. And so the Tulsa Oilers, you know, they set a record for the most tickets sold to a game, right? And people say, well, how did they do that? I I know you guys helped them. How did you do it? Well, one, we did the branding. Two, we developed a three-legged marketing stool. And three, we focused on sales conversion. Now, Robert, I'm going to list off the things that people have to uh, create in order to create um, a sales conversions consistently. And I'd like for you to kind of jot these down so you can kind of uh, break them down one by one. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So one is they have to have a sales script. Uh, Anybody, if you want to have uh, um, a sales team working for you, you don't don't want to be like a one man army. You have to have a sales script. And Robert, if someone doesn't have a sales script, what begins to happen? Uh, I think what, what, what we really see begin to happen, Clay, is a lot of people just just have a tendency to make stuff up. And there's, so the, 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 the sales rep who wants to sell a ticket, let's say, makes stuff up. Um, I would also say that, that it's very hard to train people. Right. Because uh, now, you have to, now you have to spend hours and hours trying to teach your team to memorize things. So now, by the way, your sales team couldn't have me on board because I can't memorize things. Right. So you would have, if you had me on your team, I, I couldn't do it. I remember, I, remember I, I, I applied at a restaurant in Tulsa years ago uh, for a job as a waiter and you had to memorize the menu and so I didn't work there because I couldn't I couldn't do it um, as a business owner I I don't know um, a lot of things I don't memorize a bunch of things but I know where things are uh, Napoleon Hill said the definition of, in, of intelligence is your ability to find knowledge and to get what you want quickly without violating the rights of others. Again, he says intelligent is, intelligence is defined as being able to find what you want and being able to get what you want quickly without violating the rights of others. And so a script allows you to hire good people that maybe don't have great memorization skills. And, and probably the most important part of a script, it allows everyone to be an incredible salesperson. Mm. It allows everyone to be an incredible salesperson because if you're basing that script upon what the best salesperson or, or in, in, in more times than not, probably you as the entrepreneur, 
what, what what you actually say when you're selling something. Well, you script it out. Now someone can come into the organization and start selling as good as you or the best person in your organization because they're saying those things that get the sales. They can't do that without a script. And the other things you have to have to build a sales culture that's going to win is you have to record your calls. You have to record a best practice call so that anybody who's new who joins the organization can hear what a good call sounds like. You want to have an entire database of recorded calls. These, these are calls where they're the, they're, they are the best practice calls for uh, where you're showcasing somebody who is implementing your script. You also want to have pre-written emails. Robert, why in the world would you want to have a pre-written email, my friend? Number one, so that you're not having to spend a lot of time writing an email for each lead comes in and then wasting your whole day just sending out an email. Mm. Number two, so that you're sending a proven email that works. So you're not forgetting, oh, what did I say? What was that last email? What, what works? As what an example, if you want to come out to an in-person workshop, right? Uh, one of the things that people want to see all the time is testimonials and reviews. And Robert, we have a really hot video on thrivetimeshow.com that people can watch. And if they watch it, they always go, oh my gosh, I know that person in the video. Oh, I didn't know they, you guys worked with those people. Oh, wow. That, and it's, I'm just telling you, there's something magical when we have hundreds and thousands of thrivers who are telling you about their experience firsthand. It becomes a magical thing. Well, if my salesperson forgets to send that to you, then uh, all of a sudden we have a whole problem. And so what you want to do is you want to create this thing called an autoresponder. And an autoresponder is when you fill out the form online, there's a certain email that automatically goes out. You also want to have a pre-written text message that goes out. Why would you want to do that? Well, people today, some people don't respond to phone calls at all if they don't know the number. So what you have to do is once you get these leads coming in, you've got to text every lead, you've got to call every lead, you got to email every lead. And when you get them on the phone, you have to have a, a script that you're using. You have to have a recorded best practice example of the call. And then, Robert, you have to have your pricing nailed down. You mm. have to know the pricing game. Robert, you've, you've coached with a lot of clients all over the country, uh, many different states from the left coast to the right coast, from, a, from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean, people right here in middle America. Why is it so hard to nail down the pricing? for many entrepreneurs from your perspective, having worked with business business owners? Well, a lot of people just, just frankly don't know uh, what to charge. They say, okay, here, here's my expenses and uh, uh, here's, here's my sales price. Uh, is this the right price? I mean, my competitors are doing this, but, but, but I'm going to you know, try to do this. A lot of people just, just don't know uh, the right price. So Thrivers, if you've ever struggled to come up with the pricing, of what, how, how do you price your product or service? How should you do it? Um, you're not alone. Um, you're not an idiot. You're not somebody who, um, you know, has mental health problems. Um, you're somebody who's uh, going through life trying to be the best parent you can be, the best uh, uh, you know, man you can be, the best woman you can be, and the best entrepreneur you can be. But they frankly do an awful job teaching you this at most colleges. They just don't teach you the practical skills. And I think, I think part of it is because um, it is a four-year uh, uh, product they're trying to sell you. They're trying to convince you that you should stick around for four years 
to uh, learn what you need to learn. And so they need it to take four years. That's that's part of the problem right there. That's kind of a disingenuous goal. But I mean, isn't that funny, Robert, how every, how every degree, no matter what you're studying, it has to take four years. Have you ever thought about that before? Well, why does it have to take? I mean, if you, if you took ski lessons, does it have to take exactly four years? I mean, why? why did, I mean, have you ever thought about that, Robert? Yeah, I was actually thinking about this just yesterday. So like an engineering degree, that's a lot of high-level math. That's oh, a man. lot of studying, and, and they typically study engineers three times harder than, let's say, someone who has a humanities degree, right? Mm. Humanities. And, and, and I've thought that just yesterday. I said, why does someone who's studying engineering and all this complex uh, math and, and science, why did they have to go to the school the same amount of time as someone studying humanities? So Thrivers, let me tell you this. If you've ever struggled with pricing, don't worry. When we come back, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty details of how to effectively price your products. But the final thing you need to create a sales conversion culture that wins is you have to have a quota. You have to hold every single member of your team accountable to certain metrics. You know, how many outbound calls per day? Uh, what's the sales conversion percentage? You know, if, if you have five different sales reps and rep A sells uh, 90% conversion. So for every inbound lead he has, if he has 10 inbound leads, he, closed nine, he closes 90%, but sales rep B closes 50%, you're able to fix things because basically you measure what you treasure. But if you don't measure something, it's impossible to improve it. So when we come back, we're going to talk about pricing and how to make the best pricing possible so your business can be profitable and sustainable. Stay tuned on the Thrive Time Show. Forget that I'm human. My name is Sean Lohman and I'm from here in Tulsa, actually Owasso. I own a residential redevelopment company, so I buy properties and then I fix them up and then I sell them for a profit. Well, Thrive is very non-industry specific. So when we come here, there's business owners from all different aspects of business. You know, they're doing all different industries and he's teaching us how to look at it from that angle because he's he owns nine businesses clay clark owns nine businesses so he's he knows what's in common with all of them so he's teaching these big principles things like just the backbone of how a sales conversation should look or specifically what your your marketing campaign needs to look like in order to make it be sustainable um, those are some of the biggest things that i'm going to take away and implement immediately it's, a, it's an intimate environment, you know, there's less than less than 30 people here, business owners, so you get a chance to ask questions and it's just really informative and um, inspiring. Oh, this place is cool. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspiring and motivational things on the walls and lots of accomplishments and just uh, a very cool yet productive atmosphere. I'm coming in here yesterday and you know we're, there's a sales team in here, it was Friday. So you know they're, they're ringing appointment bells and hitting gongs when they're making sales and it's just a really um, motivating environment to be in to see you know, how, this, how this business is done, basically. Clay's presentation style is really great. This is kind of a no BS, very direct sort of style, but he'll also get you know, non-specific with, with what he's teaching, and then he'll get very specific, and he'll use stories throughout the process to really help it connect to you and, and make it implementable. 
consistently he is he's offered an opportunity to ask questions at the end of each workshop and so that's really where you know the learning takes place is asking those questions and, and getting those direct answers so that we can you know take those action items away from that uh, I don't see enough questions being asked and sometimes that's just natural um, but if people are missing out on the opportunity to ask questions they're missing out on the opportunity to learn and so if there's anything that's going to stop you from learning and growing it's you if you're here, you're going to learn and grow as long as you're motivated to do that. And these other seminars that I've, I went to six actually in the last year. So uh, of these six, uh, at, at every single opportunity, you know, at the end, they're all, there's always a back of the room thing. Hey, you can spend a little money here and get this or that or this. And although those things are helpful, that's not always necessarily the best feeling we want to get. So he wants us all to know, and he's very clear about the fact that he's not trying to upsell us anything. His motivations are different. He's not trying to sell us. He's trying to help us. He's trying to mentor us. And he's very open about it. So I'd say it's, it's awesome. That aspect of it's awesome. We need more people who are motivated in this world. We need more people who are willing to become entrepreneurs, who are willing to create jobs. We need more of that. There's not enough of it. So that's, the, to me, the message. That's the, the goal is mentor a million people is this company's idea. And it's a beautiful idea. And I'm behind it 100%. So I want to contribute in any way I can as I move forward. This is just awesome. Right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And for many of you, um, you are working so hard in your business on a daily basis. I mean, you are absolutely grinding all the time. You know, uh, you've read the motivational books, you've uh, been on the websites, you've you've attended your fair share of of Tony Robbins conferences. But what's happening is is that you're looking for a business coach to show you the proven path because you're not getting any satisfaction out of your business. Um, you, you've, you, you're working as much as you possibly can and you, and you realize, okay, I cannot work anymore. My kids are getting older. I mean, my kid's 13, she's 14, she's 16. I'm missing out on life. Oh my gosh, I want to get it right. So if you've missed the earlier segments on today's show, we talked to you with, with a, uh, a passion and a sense of urgency about getting your branding done. Um, then we talk about your marketing. you got to create a three-legged marketing stool. We get into the details of that. Then we talk to you about sales and converting your ideal and likely buyers, your leads, into actual paying customers. But now this next, this next step here is pricing. You've got to have the pricing nailed down. And so, Robert, you've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Um, what per, I mean, I guess of all the clients you've worked with, what percentage of them have questions about what they should be pricing their products and services at? Do you, do you get this question a lot or is this kind of rare? I mean, 80%. Eight out of 10 companies I work with, we, we, we get into the pricing issue. Okay. And so I'm going to give you a notable quotable that to me was very helpful. And uh, I think once you get this quote and it becomes yours and you kind of own it and you say, okay, I, I get what he's saying here. Um, Paul Graham is uh, um, a guy who is known for helping launch um, Airbnb, okay? Um, he started Airbnb. Uh, he also helped launch, um, let's go with, uh, it'll be Airbnb, Reddit, reddit.com, you know, Reddit, that, Reddit, Airbnb. He also did Dropbox. Those are just three I'm thinking of. There's more. But what he talks about when it comes to pricing is that pricing is something that um, isn't super complicated, 
but you need to write down this quote because when you hear it, it's not going to feel the way you want it to feel. So he says, you found market price when buyers complain, but still pay. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that's okay. good. So, okay. So here we go. Let's, let's do an example. Um, how many of you listening right now have been to Starbucks this week? I mean, if you've been to Starbucks this week, um, you probably, you probably went in. Did you go through the drive-thru? Did you, did you go? Oh, okay. So you, you normally go through the drive-thru, but, but you decided to go in. Okay. So you walk in and you go there and there's this guy called a, a barista, you know, he's not called a coffee dude or a, a coffee guy right? So the branding begins when you walk in the door. There's the, there's the big, actually the branding begins before you walk in the door. There's the signage out there, the Starbucks signage. And when you walk in, there's usually some music, kind of a, a wine bar, kind of a feel, kind of a, kind of like a maracas, kind of a, and some guy will walk up to you. And his name is usually um, Madison or Skyler, uh, or, or her name is Hamilton. Her, her name is Hamilton. And she'll walk, you walk up to this person. They'll usually have a tattoo that it's easily easy to be seen around the wrist area, a uh, one near the the neck region, right on their face. There's usually a, a a piercing of the ear that expands and makes almost like a tribal gaping hole in the ear itself. It expands right. the ear. There's a, usually an eyebrow piercing of some kind. There's just a a hint of of purple or or blue, like one streak of blue or purple that says, "Listen." I'm creative, but not too creative. And you go in there, and they and you look at the menu, and they you ask you say, "I would like a small coffee. I'd like a small." And they look at you with a look of almost uh, concern. They say, "Oh, so you'd, you'd like a tall?" And you say, uh, "If that's what small is, then that's what I, yes." And they go, "Okay, well, great. We'll get you a tall." And they write your name on the cup, and they hand you the cup. They they usually say on the microphone, or they'll look out at you, and they'll say it with a smile, and they'll say. Clay Clark, your tall, venti, cappuccino, frappuccino with the side of a yada yada, but the mocha mocha is ready for you. And you're going, oh, thank you. I don't know what all those things were that you just said, but thank you so much. That's mine. There you go. And you, and you go up there and you grab your beverage and they've written your name on the cup. And this person, Hamilton, this female Hamilton gives you it. And for some reason, you just paid more money for a barista as opposed to a coffee person and for a tall as opposed to a small and for the decor and accoutrements and the music as opposed to no decor and accoutrements. And even though you could get a coffee over at Come and Go or Shell or anywhere else where they have coffee, you've chosen to pay, what, Robert? Four, is, it, is it four bucks for a Starbucks coffee now for a, a small, a, a tall? Is it five bucks? Yeah, I was going to say $4 at a minimum. Uh, I, I took my wonderful girlfriend to Starbucks yesterday. We got two drinks and it was $9. Really? Yeah. Have you thought about that? I mean, did you did the, did the profundity of that concept blow your mind? When you're taking the the, the girlfriend to the Starbucks, you're you're not really worried about that. Uh, you're wanting to make her happy, but but internally, yes, I was saying, oh my gosh, this is nine dollars for two coffees. Are you serious? And but the thing is, even though you might have complained, according to Paul Graham, I Starbucks paid. found market price when buyers still complain, but st- or when buyers complain but still pay. So here's what you have to do if you want to figure out your pricing. Step number one is go low, go low, go low, go, go so low, like your name is Han, right? low. Go so low. How low can you go? Go like a limbo, low, 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 low. You want to go low because if you don't go low, then you won't know. Um, You know, Little John wrote a song called Get Low. You want to get low because once you get low, 
And then you, if, if people will buy it at that very cheap price. So the Oilers, we've helped them double their attendance this year. The, ta- the, the Tulsa uh, professional hockey team called the Tulsa Oilers. Um, we just celebrated the record attendance at a game. Well, we realized that four tickets for $10 is about as low as we can go. We, can, we can't get any lower than four for 10, right? So you show up at the BOK, which is a first-class uh, entertainment venue. If you've never been to the BOK or if you're listening from a different part of the country and you've never seen it or don't know what it is, look it up. I mean, it's a major event center. It's awesome. So you Beautiful. look up the, It looks like the uh, largest uh, roll of duct tape in the world. <laughs> so what you do is you get, out, you get out there to the game and you say, for four for $10, I, I want to come to the game. Well, then our, our salespeople will ask you, hey, would you like to upgrade that and sit right there uh, next to the ice against the glass? You can do that for as little as however many dollars. And what happens is over time, you begin to realize that people are willing to pay X amount of dollars, but they won't play, pay X plus five. They'll, play, they'll, they'll pay X plus four, X plus three, X plus, so that they'll, they'll pay you know, four tickets for $10. They'll do that. But will they upgrade to this kind of ticket or that kind of ticket? And you just keep raising that price until you say, okay, the, the buyer says, I'm not willing to, to pay that price. And uh, Sam Walton had a notable quotable that blew my mind in his book, Made in America, that I want you to marinate on, Thrivers. Just, just take this idea, let this knowledge bomb simmer in your cranium. He says that the, the, we as, as buyers, we're like voters of the election of commerce. And he says, people vote with their dollars. And they can fire anybody from the chairman on down simply by spending their money somewhere else. So what you want to ask yourself right now is, um, are customers willing to pay what price? And get as low as possible. And then keep raising it up, 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 up. And you've found market price when buyers complain but still pay. And we come back. Now that you have buyers, we've got to take care of them. We've got to offer great customer service. Because if we don't have a high net promoter score, our business will not grow. Stay tuned to the Thrive Time Show. My name is Tyler Schultz with Witness Security from here in Tulsa. Well, I actually started listening to uh, Thrive on the radio, 1170, and uh, then I got my dad into uh, listening to the show, and then it actually turned into Clay gave us a call, and uh, we started actually working with Clay on a weekly basis. He's helped us drastically when it comes to the SEO, getting us high, a little bit higher in different markets. Uh, we then he offered the conference and just learned a lot when it comes to the sales and um, the employee side of things. It's going to help our business drastically. Oh, very um, intuitive, just uh, pulling you in to break down each part of your business. Uh, the interview process, the employee process, um, if employees not working out, you let them go. It's a drastic experience. You just have to come and check it out. I mean, there's so many things that they can help you with. Clay's a funny guy. Uh, he just wants to get into each and every uh, person's business and help you out. Oh, I know I've asked a couple of questions and he's uh, broken down that question and answered it uh, in several different ways. There, there are so many different things. The SEO, uh, first and foremost, he will help you get the, the more business coming in. And then once that is coming in, then he uh, helps you with the employee process of, uh, do I need to hire more people? Do I need, what 
what do I need to put in place? And he gets you there. You hear of all the other different type conferences, and I, I myself have never been to one, but uh, the walking on coals and all that stuff, that just seems like a bunch of hype that isn't really needed. And I know of several people that have gone to those type conferences, and yet they haven't, because there's no action, actionable deals, you really don't have any moving forward steps. It's just hype, and it's not needed. Well, just the cost in and of itself versus $6,000 for one conference and no actionable steps versus $1,500 and there is actionable steps. Uh, you can't beat it. Nation, welcome back into the business coaching conversation. If you've ever found yourself looking for somebody who knows the way, who goes the way, who can show you the way, you, my friend, are looking for a business Yoda. And uh, I tell you what, it, we, I, was, I was looking at uh, the pictures of Yoda the other day online, and I realized, Robert, Yoda is, is more um, attractive than I am. But I feel like I know more about business than Yoda does. That's, my, that's how I look at it. I mean, I feel like if we're kind of looking at it and you're going to vote, you know, who, who, who do you want to coach your business? I would say Yoda's more attractive than I am, but right. I definitely know more about business than he does. He has a green skin tone thing working for him. Exactly. Exactly. Now, here's the deal, Thrivers. Um, you, you, you might be saying to yourself, well, uh, what, what is a business coach? Why do I need one? Do, do, do I need a business coach? Well, according to Eric Schmidt, who is the uh, former? Uh, uh, C he's you know the, the head of of Google. Okay, Eric Schmidt. Now Google's uh, gone through some transformations where they're changing their name and they're getting into all different industries. But Eric Schmidt, as the CEO of Google, said the best advice that he could give you. He said, "My advice to you is to have a coach." This is the CEO of Google. He's saying you need to have a business coach, and why? Because as we've talked about on today's show, we've been working with the Tulsa Oilers in helping these guys double their attendance. They actually set a record. It was on the news the other night for 16,000 tickets sold to a game. That is awesome. I mean, great job, Oilers. But the thing is, they had to implement these proven systems that we're teaching you. So we told you at first, what they had to do is get their branding going. They had to get their branding, their print pieces, their website, their logo, their graphic design, their signage. You know, they have a big scoreboard in their game there, Robert, the big scoreboards there. Yeah. They have to get all that, all that, the, the signage, all the graphic design. It has all to the, be consistent. Everything has to be consistent, world-class videos they play in the game. They need a drone video, uh, photography, and we do all that stuff. Okay, so we knocked out the branding. But then the second step is they had to create a three-legged marketing stool. If you missed it, go to thrivetimeshow.com and uh, click on the podcast and download the remainder of this podcast. Download and Just download the, the podcast in its entirety, and you can um, basically find what you missed there. But you want to create a three-legged marketing stool. Then they then you want to execute your thing called a Dream 100, okay, as part of your, your three-legged marketing marketing tool, which we taught you. They wanted to execute search engine optimization, which we taught you. They, they wanted to uh, execute uh, social media marketing, which we discussed. And then we move into sales conversion. You know, once you have leads coming in, you've got to convert them. And so they had to make scripts and recorded calls and pre-written emails and pre-written texts and pricing and autoresponders and sales metrics and blah, blah, blah. And we helped them with all that. 
And then you had to price it right. You know, we talked about pricing. But now we're getting into customer service. Now, customer service is a thing where we all know what great customer service is, but we all know what we also know what bad customer service looks like. But for some reason, when we own our own business, we turn to we turn a blind eye to bad customer service. So, Robert, don't mention the name of the company. Don't mention the 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 uh, don't mention anything that would give away who you're talking about. But I want you to think about the last time you went somewhere where you had a horrible customer service experience, where it was not good. Because great customer service is so rare. And I want you to think about one as well, Robert Redmond, Mr. Business Coach. Um, think about one that was awesome. Think about a, 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 a place you went where the customer service experience was great. Okay. You got them in your mind? Have they, have you I do. Okay. I, I got two exactly. So the one that's the great customer service, walk me through, go ahead and tell us the name of the company. What made that so great? What, what made their customer service experience so awesome? So uh, the great customer service was with Quick Trip. Mm. I think this is going to resonate mm. with a lot of our listeners out there, Quick Trip. And, and for those who are listening on podcasts who, who don't know uh, what, what Quick Trip is, it, it, it is the, the, the pinnacle, the king of, of, all, of all gas stations and, and convenience stores. I mean, they just make it so easy for you to come in, uh, get whatever you need, get, get a quick snack or, or a drink. Uh, uh, they got incredible staff there. Someone's always cleaning. They're always fixing the shelves. They move extremely efficiently. Uh, they, they take care of you. I mean, they really try to get you in and out as quickly as, as they can. They live up to the name Quick Trip, and, and it was just an incredible experience. Uh, go in there, checking out, uh, and, and they're able to do it in about uh, 10 seconds. So here is the deal. If you're struggling to make a great customer service experience, I'm going to list off all the things that you need to do, okay? So one is you need to improve the sight of the experience. Everything the customer sees needs to be first class. Um, there's that uh, uh, Ed Sheeran song where he says, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh. And then I like to say, I'm in love with your lobby. You know, I'm in love with your lobby. That's that's the whole thing. I'm in love with your lobby. Because you have to have a lobby where people go, oh, my gosh, I love that lobby. You're, if you have a garage, if you're officing in your garage, you have to make it the garage mahal. But you've got to make sure that visually everything looks first class. Then the sounds, the music you play in your office absolutely impacts the emotional state of your ideal and likely buyers. Think about your last trip to Disney. Think about your last trip to Starbucks. Think about your last trip to Apple. All of these places are very intentional about the sights and the sound. I mean, Apple has such a clean environment. They've thought about how everything is supposed to look. It's very minimalist. Then the smells. You've got to think about the smells. Um, are you going to use essential oils? to create sort of a relaxing atmosphere. Pinion wood. Are you going to burn pinion wood like we do at the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge and at our in-person workshops? Um, the smells matter. Then you have to have an expectation checklist for everything. So right. once you have the sight, the sound, the smells, the conversations, the way you're supposed to greet customers, you've got to have a checklist that you're implementing every single day. Every single day. Every single day. Day. Most people aren't used to doing anything consistently, by the way. So when you do it every single day, it's a whole different level of excellence. And then you have a mystery shopper. Now you want to have, if you're serious about having a great customer service experience, you need to have mystery shoppers. Now, mystery shoppers, your, your dad is actually a mystery shopper for one of our businesses there, Robert. Yeah. So he goes into Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge, 
And uh, I'm sure, I'm, I mean, I'm just guessing here, but if he's gone in, let's say, 10 times, has he had anything that he goes, man, I wish they would have done that better? Have we screwed up? Have we, have we made a mistake? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's been room for improvements, and that's the value of the mystery shopper is you're able to find out how you can improve. And that's why we've won awards for high quality, because we're seeking criticism and not praise. Okay, that's, that's what we're trying to do. So I, I want all the thrivers, I want you to write down three big concepts real quick. One. You must seek criticism and not praise if you want to give your bottom line a raise. You must seek criticism and not praise if you want to give your bottom line a raise. You must learn from your customers and ask, what can we do better? Two, you need a checklist for everything, every, every, everything. Anything that you're doing that makes your place great, you want to have a checklist. And, and when you say everything, do you mean everything or just most things? I'm talking about the, checking the voicemails, checking the bathrooms. I'm talking about setting out the decor, the sights, the sounds, the Literally smells. everything. Everything. And then third is you must aim to wow. Because when people are wowed, they will refer now. I repeat, when you wow, people will refer now. There's this thing called the net promoter score that Harvard uh, came up with. And I'm not going to bore you with all the details today because of the amount of time we have on this incredible show. We don't have um, hours and hours like we do at our in-person workshops to get into this. But if you look up the word net promoter score, basically when people are wowed, you ask somebody, you ask somebody on a scale of one to 10, how likely they are to refer a business and if they give it a, a 9 or a 10, that means you have a high net promoter score, meaning that people will promote your business because you wow people. And if you have a low one, then people will tell people not to use your business. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about accounting. And I know some people are saying, uh, I would rather go cut my grass than to listen to anything about accounting. But you need to get your numbers right or you're going to end up living in a van down by the river. This is my wife, Jensen uh, Watts. We have, she has a photography business that we're trying to get um, up and growing. So I, you know, listen to talk radio. I drive a lot for work um, and, you know, got tired of listening to radio all the time. And I can't plug my phone into my truck. It's, it's too old. Um, and so, you know, one day the Thrive Show was just in place of the talk show I normally listen to. Um, and it was, you know, definitely more entertaining than most radio shows. Um, and so that's, you know, it took about a week or two before I actually looked more into it. I think it's wonderful. It's, it's been great. It's a great environment. Um, I love the feel in here. And I really love how, you know, entertaining uh, Clay can be as well. Yeah, I am so grateful to be here, and um, I've loved just learning everything. I'm, t I'm learning a lot about branding and how to market my business, because that's kind of where um, I've had a hard time is I can take pictures, I'm good at it, I have my prices and everything, but it's hard to get the clientele, so learning about the marketing has really helped me, and I can't wait to implement it into my own business after this, because it's been so great. We're so grateful to be here. I think yeah. I can go home and... Like, I have it written out, the, the steps that I need to take and, and everything, it's very practical. Yeah, a big thing that's, that's helped me, um, you know, even without business stuff is just, you know, a, a mental attitude aspect they have that I can apply to my current job and current life. I love it. I am laughing a lot of the time and it's so entertaining and I, I just love being here. It's awesome. I, I really like the smaller class group. Um, so it is more of an interaction, even if it isn't, you know, a constant 
raise my hand, here's the question, here's the answer. Um, it's just that kind of fell, just just a smaller. It's great. Yeah. They haven't tried to upsell us anything. It has all just been very knowledgeable, and they are just teaching you how to grow your business. So yeah. Clay's been very giving with his his time, um, his knowledge, his talents. Um, you know, at work. You know what? When I was telling people about this, they're like, I hope you're not joining some get rich scheme. Yeah. Like, you know. Even if it is, he's not going to charge me for it. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, I mean, I would even love to come again. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad Buy all of the things I never had I want to be on the cover of Forbes magazine Smiling next to Oprah and the Queen you know, I've never been on the cover of Forbes magazine, but we have been featured in Forbes before. So if you uh, are thinking about our coaching program, I encourage you to Google Thrive 15 and Forbes, and there you will find our coaching uh, program. You know, I've never, uh, uh, we've never been like featured on the cover of Fast Company, but if you Google my name, Clay Clark, you can find us in, in Fast Company. We've never been the headline story, the number one story for Bloomberg, but uh, David Robinson, uh, one of our partners, you know, the former NBA Hall of Fame basketball player. He still is a Hall of Fame basketball player, but one of the former uh, players for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Uh, we've been featured on Bloomberg, so we've been featured in the in the media. Um, but be more, I know Bruno Mars is writing a catchy song there, but more so than just being um, a billionaire, uh, one thing people don't understand is that for Bruno Mars, um, he grew up homeless. I don't know if people, a lot of people realize that, but he actually lived in a state of, of homelessness for uh, quite a while. And uh, Robert, I have an audio clip I want to play of Bruno Mars talking about his experience with homelessness before we deep dive into accounting. Is that all right with you, my friend? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Where we were staying at first yeah. didn't have a bathroom, so we'd have to walk across the park to this other spot that had a bathroom. Wow. In the, in, and sometimes in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. When the park closed, they stayed, moving into this one-room building. This, right this was your house? Yeah. They lived here for more than two years. Just so people don't think we're crazy. Yeah. It did not look... All right, so he's trying to explain, hey, just, just so you guys don't think I'm crazy, it didn't look this bad. But he basically lived in an abandoned building. Uh, they lived in cars. I mean, he went through a, a state of... of, of he, went, he, was, he was homeless, you know, growing up. And um, I think a lot of people who are listening right now, uh, you know, you feel like because of where... I, I just sense that you feel like that because of where you came from, you don't qualify to go anywhere. You know, because of where you, you your past, you feel like you, you didn't, you're, not, you're not qualified to move to a new place. Uh, but we had a thriver, and I, I won't mention his, his name, uh, but I can tell you the, the story. Um, he grew up homeless. And I ran into the guy at a fast food restaurant. And uh, the other day I ran into him again. And he now makes just a little bit under $100,000 a year. And when I first met him, he'd grown up homeless. And I ran into him at a fast food restaurant. He began working with us uh, when I owned DJ Connection. And he worked there for, I think, five years. And now he makes just under $100,000 per year. Because he learned the things we've taught on the previous portions of today's program. He learned branding. He learned marketing. He learned sales. He learned pricing. He learned customer service. And this next thing he learned was accounting. And you've got to learn to account 
for um, the aspects of your businesses for your, for your business's finances. And so I'm going to go ahead and get into the five key areas of accounting that everyone needs to know. And we're going to go rapid fire today, Rob. We're going to go rapid fire, okay? The big five. Real quick. Here we go. Move number one, you have to know your break-even point. You have to know how many customers do you need to have just to pay the bills, just to break even, just to feed your family, just to keep a roof over your head. You have to know at the bare minimum how many customers do you need to break even. And Robert, why is it so important that everyone knows that number? Because if you don't know your break-even point, you don't know how many customers you need uh, per month or, or, or per year to sustain the cost of your business. You've coached with a lot of clients. We're talking about some clients that have small businesses or startups. Yeah. Some that are big. Uh, we've worked with doctors, dentists, neurologists. I mean, IT firms. IT firms. What percentage of the customers have you worked with that knew their break-even point to begin with? Uh, about, I would say maybe 25%. So three out of four of the people probably not listening to this show, but right. people, people, three out of four listeners on who are listening to other shows probably don't know their break even point. Right. And I encourage every single thriver, if you don't know how to determine your break even point, get out to our next in-person workshop. It is April. Let me pull it up real quick here. I don't want to get any of the details wrong, but if you go with April me here, Thrivers, 21st and 22nd, go to thrivetimeshow.com and I'm clicking on conferences. Right. When I click on there, you said it's April 21st and 22nd. And I'm looking at it right now. Um, it's going to be at the Riverwalk. It's our it's our 20,000 square foot facility. It's a two day intensive business workshop where we give you specific practical training on marketing and branding and, and sales and pricing and specifically accounting. We're going to walk you through this. You can get your tickets up there. You can also click on read reviews and you can read the reviews from people just like you. You can see what they had to say. And so far we have one guy, Robert, who gave us a four star out of five. One guy gave us a four. And, and that's out of almost 140 reviews, right? Yeah, his issue was, we have thousands of people who come out to these things, but his issue was he didn't feel like the hotel accommodations were that awesome here. But I feel like we have a great casino there. We have a great hotel right across the from the, the water there in the Arkansas River. We have the new hotel. It's, a, it's a, what Oklahoma's largest casino. Yeah. And then we have the Renaissance Hotel about 15 minutes away. We got a great Holiday Inn Express that's literally one one minute away. So I, I'm not sure where he stayed. Maybe, he, Robert, did he stay with you? Is that what he was complaining about? Did he just not appreciate yeah, the way you treated him? Yeah, I uh, opened the closet for him, and, and he didn't really like the accommodations, and he, we didn't like the room service, and so I, I apologize. Okay, okay. But then, so for one is you have to know your break even point. And at a workshop, we can help you with that. Two, you have to know your profit per customer. You got to know at the end of the day, bottom line, how much money do you make per customer? And Robert, why is this so critical that every thriver understands this number? Because knowing your profit per customer allows you to know how much money you can make from the business. It allows you to know, okay, I have my F6 goals. This is where I want to get to. And this is how many sales I need to make. You just said the F6 goals. For anybody who's not familiar with the Thrive Culture, this program, what are the F6 goals? So it's uh, your F6 goals are the goals in the areas of family, of fitness, of finances, of friendships, of faith, and of fun, mm. right? You got to write down those goals, Thrivers. What are your goals for the six major areas of your life? And you want to figure out what's your profit per customer because you want to know how many customers you need to get to to achieve your goals. Right. And that's going to really, really help you make those good decisions in life. Now, the third is you have to know your goal achievement point. Now, this is big because society 
will tell you to buy a bigger house, buy a bigger car, buy more clothes, uh, buy a bigger luxury box, a luxury suite, buy bigger, faster, just keep getting, uh, go back to college, get that MBA, get that bigger house, get that faster car, get that newer car, upgrade that TV, upgrade this, get that new boat, get the, and when you begin to do that, pretty soon you're now, you're now, you're, you're now not living your goals but you're living somebody else's goals. And whose goals are you living? You're living the goals of the marketing department for these companies. Right. I mean, every, and as a marketing guy, my civic duty was to convince you that you had to achieve, uh, that you had to achieve success. And the only way to do it was to go to a Tulsa Oilers game. <laughs> and so we did that very well, by the way. We sold 16,000 tickets. We just set a record for the most tickets sold at a game, the biggest attendance in the history of the Tulsa Oilers. And uh, we've been talking about them a lot on today's show. We helped them with branding. We've helped them with their marketing. We've helped them with their sales, their pricing. But if you don't have great customer service and the accounting in place, you're going to generate bad word of mouth, and you're going to go deeper and deeper in the hole the more customers that you have. Now, this fourth area is you have to set aside money for taxes. <gasps> what? Taxes? I've never saved a dime of, of, of my life for taxes every year. I, I, I get a refund, and it's been great. However, this year, my first year of being self-employed, I have noticed that uh, uh, I owe some money in. Oh, no. I mean, a lot of thrivers, I mean, when you start yeah. a business... You've never set money aside for taxes before, ever. And now all of a sudden, you're getting hit with a big tax bill. Many of you are getting a bill for 70 grand, 80 grand, $100,000 you owe. Uh, when Donald Trump was talking about corporate taxes and how corporate taxes are, are killing American businesses, uh, if you've been in business a while, whether you agree with President Trump or not, we all have paid a lot of taxes. And did you know, Robert, that some of the bigger companies in, in America have now moved to Ireland? Robert, Robert did you know this? I, I, I did not. You said Ireland? Yeah, Ireland. So let's just give you an example. You know that, that uh, Facebook, as an example, uh, Facebook, if the thrivers, go ahead and Google this. Facebook moves to Ireland, okay? And you'll discover there that Facebook has actually moved the majority of their operations in terms of the financial um, aspects of their company, where they're actually registered, where they're set up. I don't want to get into all the details, but they've moved to Ireland. And uh, Bloomberg has discovered that they may owe $5 billion in taxes because they might have done it the wrong way. Oh, wow. And you can find the article. It came out July 28th, 2016. Um, Apple has located a lot of their operations in Ireland. Um, you have AdRoll, the big uh, retargeting ad companies in Ireland. It's to minimize their tax liability. I'm not encouraging you to move to Ireland, but here's what I'm saying to you. You definitely, 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 Thrivers, you definitely need to have a good idea of how much money you need to be setting aside for your taxes at our workshop. We'll teach it to you. And the final thing is you need to have a bookkeeper. You got to have a bookkeeper doing your books. And you've got to go to thrivetimeshow.com to book the next conference. It's April 21st and 22nd. It's an absolute game changer. And as always, Robert, three, two, two one, one, boom! boom!